Warning. While Off the Wagon doesn't typically contain adult content, Game of Thrones is a very explicit show. So, this will obviously contain some, some pretty explicit content. So, if that's not your style, if you're not, that's not your thing, if you're listening to kids or what, you have little kids in the car, go listen to us talk about the Thunder or any other sport. It'd probably be better off. Also, if you haven't caught up with Game of Thrones, this will have an immense amount of spoilers. So, I, I, just either avoid it or, uh, yeah, check out uh, the Schooner Pod. All right. So, now with that being said, let's dive in to a Game of Thrones conversation. Hello and welcome to another edition of Off the Wagon. We're talking Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 2, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, as we always are with Game of Thrones topics, we got Parker Charles. Hey. The, our, our, our uh, I guess, resident maester. Oh, uh, is that got, what I am? I don't know. Yeah, you seem very maesterly. In, in, okay. In, in our, I don't know. I'll take that, I guess. Then we, then we, got, uh, and then we got Ian Smith, who's... Shalom. Uh, yeah, apparently Jewish. <laughs> Anyways. That's new. That's new. Uh, yeah, so we're here to talk about um, what clearly is the episode right before what is going to be an absolute epic battle of Winterfell. Uh, there's a lot to dive into, even though we only stayed in one location. And uh, basically, most of the, 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 the episode was conversations in small rooms. Yeah, we. it was a lot of setup again. Uh even though the first episode was a lot of fan service, this episode kind of, I felt like it was a lot of the having the last grip of humanity before not humanity came and started to get going, you know? A literal not humanity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it really did feel a lot like a swan song to, you know, some of the season two epi- episodes, you know, some of the original ones where it is just a focus on these dynamics rather than big battles and CGI dragons, which I liked. Because, you know, we, we needed one last bit of that before we dove in uh, to what's going to be absolute madness the rest of this season. I think the first thing I'm super excited about the next episode is that it's uh, finally the longest episode of Game of Thrones that we've been promised. It's like an hour and I think 22 minutes. Oh boy. Yeah. So the last two episodes have been 54 minutes and I think 58 minutes respectively. So we're finally getting a big boy episode. You, yep. think, you think there's any foreplay before we go straight into the battle? I know they said that there's going to be the longest, like continuous battle sequence in visual media is supposed to be in this episode so yeah. it's like 40 minutes so yeah you think they hit, hit us with any talking or they just go straight to it they're gonna I, I think they i think they they have to talk a little bit i don't know man they were kind of getting pretty ready there at the end when pod's whistling his little song yeah when, well we oh didn't God. even see the night king so i mean like maybe they'll probably introduce him he's probably coming on the dragon though well you know yeah that will they'll give a little bit and everybody's gonna be like oh fuck and then daenerys is probably gonna say something to so, go on about some. yeah we'll, we'll get to that later but uh yeah mm-hmm. all right so let's let's just start with the top opens with the trial of Tyrion uh t- jamie uh, not Tyrion, the trial of jamie lannister yes. uh, god got the right one finally yeah. uh, one of those lannisters one of them. there's too many trials of too many a, a trial of <laughs> Anne lannister uh but yeah no so was actually kind of short it was less of a trial and more of a you know a brief confirmation that he's not a dick anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of I kind of figured they were going to go just straight into it and get it get it over with. I, it, I, my one thing was if Bran was going to be petty about it, which he did drop it drop in that uh, 
what the things we do for love oh, thing, perfect. which was it was <laughs> oh, yeah. good. He was clearly like, "You little, you're not about to oust me, are you? Like, what, are you what are you doing here?" I, I love myself a good little brand bomb there. Yeah, just bang. Yeah, yeah but it's I, of course Brienne is the only one who can come in and save him because pretty much anybody in that room hates him. So, and Tyrion has no authority at this point. Oh, obviously. For sure. So, oops. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was interesting, kind of how just. The, John just wanted another warm body, and you I know Sansa trusted Brienne, and there you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have a lot to say on that part. I mean, it, it kind of seemed like after the big bomb that happened, it was just sort of again, it had to do it so the fans could, you know, reconcile the fact that, you know, Jamie was coming to Winterfell and everybody would be okay with it. It also kind of seemed to me that during that scene, John was just like, okay, yeah, and then like he he agreed with Sansa and then like dipped as fast as he could as to avoid Daenerys. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they use Jamie like this dude is probably a fairly smart like war games kind of guy i'm hoping they use him more than just like being around like i because i feel like this is obviously not going to be the last battle ever or it's going to be very strange the way they end game of thrones in my eyes but i because a lot of this stuff with the lannisters has made them kind of seem fairly weak and they've been such major characters throughout the entire show like i don't believe that heartless Cersei Lannister is going to be the only one that really does anything till the end because Tyrion's looked like an idiot and basically went against everything that I thought he was going to do and say and he, I thought he was going to have some ma- big plan but apparently it was just stupid so you think Jamie's going to die well I think Jamie's going to die I think Jamie's, this episode oh, episode this ep- three no, I don't nah, think so he's going to find a way out I you really think so, so? I just I, he, he's so much more useful as a character his arc hasn't completed I feel like there are a lot of characters who we'll talk about who kind of feel like they've you know they've completed, completed their arcs. arcs. They have yeah. they've done all they need to do. So, um, Jamie got, has more things to do. I've got one thing to say on on that sort of thing. I think that there's only one character this time. Actually, you know what? Never mind. Changed it. I think there's two, but most of the Valyrian sword characters are going to survive through this episode. Really? I think so. No, no, wow. no. Jorah's out. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, no, Tyrion has, I mean, I mentioned it last episode, Tyrion's a little nerfed, but, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, <laughs> next up, Gendry and Arya. We called it from the first get-go. Yeah. I gotta say, though, as, we're gonna splice a little clip right here from last episode. <laughs> yeah. You called it. I, I, I get it, and Gendry's dead to me. Because, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and leave it at maybe he's just not met Sansa yet. But, and that's fine, like, that's just the way, that can be the way it is. Or he's just stupid and wants to date a 12-year-old. Good for him. You know what? It's, it was a different time. That can be acceptable. Jesus, Parker, so, take like, yourself out of this. Did no, you, no, did no, you no. not see the tension no, in that, that no, room? No, no, no. I saw it, and I was disgusted. Arya's, like, old now. No, yeah. no, no. That sh- no, I, we're not talking about this. I, you guys have it. Congratulations. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> the scene everybody wanted, Gendry Arya sex scene, confirmed. All right. <laughs> no, dude, great. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, just... just no, no, oh, no, 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 what you wanted. This is... See, that that was I called it, I did. Congratulations to me. But I that this is the payoff, guys. This was the payoff we've been waiting for. There's our stark love that we get. Arya. <laughs> yep, great. I don't think we we all we all I don't think didn't really think they would actually bone. I thought we they might allude to the fact that they no, might no, have no. boned. I thought they no, were they, they showed full bone. <laughs> yeah. Well it was not a little awkward, full bone, not full but bone. Full bone for it to be like I feel like I should be in jail right now. Like I, I don't I don't belong outside of my 
Like, I, I just, my whole life is not okay. I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Like, I, I don't know what to say about it. She's she's 21, I think. No, oh. yeah, no, no. She's 22 in real life. She's, she's, real life. she's 18 in, in the show. Whatever. Like, her, the character's 18. That's illegal. Look at the map. Look at the map. Whatever. I, I think guess. HBO even tweeted out. Well, I know the, they yeah, did. Which is awesome. Yeah, so they, they, did did it because, they did it because they knew that there would be so many people that were like, uh, What's are you going sure? on here? You, like, really? Yeah. I just, I... I have no more words for that. That was so unexpected. Well, not unexpected. It was unwanted for me. And I'm a, I'm literally like the only thing that I can pray for now is that freaking a freaking Theon and Sansa scissor or something. I guess I don't really know oh, what's yeah. gonna happen with that, that. Let's hope that doesn't happen. That was no. What a, do you mean? I'm about it, dude. About the Theon. Are, are we just all about like boning here? Every relationship. It's Game of Thrones. <laughs> what do you mean? We're 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 pro boner. You're gonna tell me boner. right now. That <laughs> we're pro boner. Every single like major female character in the show has had some sort of like nudity scene, and we don't want Sophie Turner's. Are you? T- is that what we're saying here? But do we really we, want uh, the guy who plays Theon's? We want. He's already uh, had one. He's had like full schlong on the show. He has had full. He has. Like, fuck, he has I forgot about yeah. that. He so, has hanged, hung dong literally, before. Literally, I. That is the. That's his redemption arc. That's Theon's redemption arc. <laughs> Get me to see freaking Sansa naked, and we're good. Oh, You're God. good, dog. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. With I that. just want to say that was some of the spiciest flirt I've ever seen in my life. Whatever. That scene before, Whatever. he was hitting her with the like, "Hey, you know, like I don't know about like I can't make your weapon. Like I got better shit to do." And then she said, "Bang, bang, bang!" Three obsidian throwing knives. And a That's little hot, man. off of this, off on that point, off of the sexual point a little bit. I think a lot more of that scene was the importance of him seeing like her scars and all that she had been through. Yeah, from that because yeah. he still kind of viewed her as this little girl. And that, I think, was the moment where he was like, oh my goodness, she's had life experience too, and she's gone through all this stuff. So, that's kind of where I think that they were going with that scene. Obviously, there was some sexual stuff there Hell too. Hell sexual tension. I'm, I'm done talking about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had and, enough. And uh, Gendry's maybe the second character who is who knows that Arya's a killer. It's Sansa, basically. I guess whoever, you know, whoever, whoever I guess our cut Baelish's throat, yeah. maybe. But I, I think... I think... I mean, John doesn't know, obviously, really. Yeah, probably you know, not. Did you have to use the thing? And I gotta say, though, this was a really interesting episode for Jamie more than anyone, because, I mean, episode one, all he did was show up, get stared at by Bran, but now we finally get to see him connect with a lot of people. And probably the most interesting one has to be him and Bran, like, right off the bat. Yeah, well, I mean, that was kind of alluded to in the last episode. Uh, Jamie's, it's funny because Jamie's kind of the only one who didn't have all of the time to mingle with everybody in the first episode and like he's the one who's able to now have all these meetings with all the people that have been in Winterfell. So yeah, he gets to play catch up quite a bit here. Uh, And it's pretty, it's always interesting to see everyone's individual reaction to seeing Bran as, you know, not really Bran Stark anymore. You know, he's, he's like, I'm, you know, we both we both changed. We were both different because of that, and yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think that there wasn't much meaningful connection between the two, anyways. So that's not as big of a deal for me. I, I agree with you. I, I think I think that whole scene in the Godswood when he comes up on uh, Brand, it's just Brand's like, well, you know, it doesn't really matter. We needed you alive. Like there was no point in letting them like kill you. It was yeah. just kind of over right there. And that's know? the funny thing too is like that kind of undo- undoes the whole little <clears throat> haha. 
gotcha in the <laughs> in the room there because it's like, yeah, well, I wasn't gonna let them kill you. Yeah. yeah, he just wanted to just wanted to poke a little fun. Yeah, great, awesome. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I guess next, uh, Jamie and Brienne. That's a pretty long awaited, pretty long awaited uh, reunion there. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they had her like snap at him so quick with. Uh, because, I mean, she had just gone and defended him in front of the queen and stuff. But then they snap at him. Whereas she's like, why have you not insulted me? It's like, I mean, I guess that was kind of a theme between the two of them. I, I, I don't know. I, I thought they had been been pretty friendly yeah, up at that I point. That was like kind of a weird... <laughs> I kind of agree. I think there's some more, like, not like Genji and Arya, but like some slight sexual tension there. And this is coming from a Tormund fan who clearly wants Brienne to get with Tormund. But, like, the show writers are giving us a little love circle oh, here that... Sure. Uh, Definitely doesn't need to happen, in my opinion. And but he, you definitely see him throughout the episode, like, kind of, because he then asks, like, "I would be honored to serve under you. I'm, ha- yeah. I'm not the fighter that I used to be." Like, you can definitely see him starting to, I think, for the first time, develop as someone other other than Jamie Lannister. He's not just the Golden Lion anymore. He's not the Kingslayer anymore. He's Jamie. Yeah. With the all these people that care about living and care about. Uh, making sure that everybody survives. So he's able to actually, for the first time, kind of figure out who he is other than Cersei's lover <laughs> and Tywin's son and this is, the this best is going, swordsman in yeah. Westeros. Yes. This he's, is going backwards, I'm sorry, but like the most powerful impact I think Jamie had is right at the trial when he tells him straight up what Cersei's plan was. Yeah, he no, says yeah. He says, they got the Golden Company, they don't plan on coming, Like, but I'm here to fight for the living. Like I, at this point, have abandoned my house. You yeah. know, I really thought that was... Probably one of the best things they've done with Jamie Lannister over the entire show. Yeah, and they, exactly, yeah. They actually showed too when Tyrion and Jamie are talking for the first time, and they like the northern people are spitting on them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about how uh, how j- freaking dumb Tyrion now. We're we're gonna call him dumb Tyrion from now on. Uh, but he, how he didn't uh, thought that the baby had changed Cersei, and Jamie was like, "Yeah, me too." It was, Tyrion turns around and is like, you've always known. Like, yeah, you know who she is. He's always kind of given her a pass, definitely. Because, you know, well, you know what they say, love is blind, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but I, I just, I think it's going to be interesting to see him as a character that actually produces something more than just being the voice of the Lannister, you know? Right. It's going to be interesting to see him, because I don't think he's going to die this, ep- this episode, next no, episode. No, I, I think we kind of mentioned this a little bit. He still has more to do. Yeah. He, he still has more to do. He has, and we've talked about it a lot, like, even in our pre- preview, just we I think hope he that dies. he has. I, I've, I've been predicting he's going to die. I'm oh, predicting he's going to be the first one he dies. Come on, I now. want Jamie to die. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> I know it's a hot take, but he's... he's that dude makes too much money to die in the third episode. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that's uh, a good logistic point, but I, I, I can't stop from hoping what I'm hoping. That's Plus, that tr- gives my man Tormund just a straight... A straight card in Dipper. Okay, oh, God. But, but we we talked. We, yeah, we you let's let's expand a little bit more on the J on the Jamie Tyrion okay, dynamic. For sure, for sure. I, I I found it very interesting throughout the episode how they're just like, well, looks like we're gonna die defending Winterfell. Yeah, which I, I, that always that always cracked me up a little bit. But this was the, this was nice because I, I one of the things that this these later seasons have done is give us new you know new matchups. And, you know, some that we've explored a little, but not all the way through. I think Tyrion Jamie might be one of the ones that we've explored kind of the most at times. There's definitely been plenty of it. Uh, we got a lot of it when Tyrion got charged with the murder of Joffrey. Exactly, yeah. Uh, that was a big time for it. And that this is kind of like a little bit of a parallel. Obviously, Jamie didn't actually get sentenced to death. 
but like this is the kind of their time where they're back together and this is both this is now both of them have Jamie's done the same thing that Tyrion obviously not killing Tywin but the same thing that Tyrion had done where he is now abandoning his house and like they're kind of Re- reconciling being hey like look at me we both yeah. we're both traitors now ha ha look at us now they're both outsiders yeah, and, just kind of trying yeah. to figure out what they are at this point which is an interesting thing for them and we're not going to really, probably really see that develop that much more it's, because it's so almost much ironic happened. you know as like the only character who has remained loyal to her house is Cersei even though I felt like she had a lot of hate for her own you know other than Jamie, you know She's the only one who's remained a true Lannister. Exactly. I feel like well, I guess she's I always loved so. her family. She, I mean, she, her kids specifically. Her kids, that, I mean, but what what's left after your kids are gone is yeah. your family, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, that's why I think she's kind of soulless and heartless now, anyways. But yeah. Um, and one one last note, uh, I see here. We got to talk about our boy Pod. Oh, randomly yeah. fast tracked. I don't know how he's that good at fighting. He's now good at fighting and fucking. It's dude. It's Good the Lord. confidence. He's he's he is the haircut. The best <laughs> character in the show, and since. I, I hate this. I hate it so much. But since he is now in a like a good fighter, you can tell. Like he's freaking toying with this dude outside yeah. with his fresh cut, and he's just like pushing him down like Rain was pushing him down when he first learned how to fight. Pod's gonna die now. No. Because of that. Oh, you're on the pod's gonna he die has train. To. He Welcome has to the to train. Now. Like, I, it's we're, anyways. We're, we're gonna talk more about who we think is gonna die a little bit later. But I just had to throw that out there because I love the I love him. He's the now the perfect character. Yeah. He should be king. Like, we all know it, but it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, and talking a little bit more about Dumb Tyrion. Uh, oh, good. Jorah vouched for him. Yeah. That was pretty wild. Yeah, I mean... Of all people, yeah. I, I feel like they got some sort of camaraderie towards the end of the arc and when he came back, but, you know... Now, uh, see, yeah. I think that Jorah's really started to develop and understand, because he's been with, with Daenerys the whole time, and he had been away from Westeros for a while, uh when he was with Daenerys and all the stuff with his uh, sellsword stuff. But I think that he sees now that Tyrion is kind of the guy who keeps Daenerys from doing some of these really bad things that she had done in Essos. And, like, we talked about a little bit before, but she has done some pretty bad things, and clearly that affected Sam, and... Like, I think that Jorah sees now that Tyrion is the one who is going to be the person that actually is able to keep her from doing these horrible things. And although he loves her and really cares about her, I think he's kind of willing to kind of step back and take his role as kind of more her protector than her greatest advisor. I mean, yeah, sure, he's still counsel. And I mean, like, you can tell by that episode that... He, or the, uh, pardon me, by that sequence that he does love her, but I, I still think it's important to him that his advice is heeded. And, you know, whether Tyrion knows it or not, it was important to him that the advice is heeded. Oh, sure. Because yeah. you even get that little bit where Tyrion's all like, I don't think I'll be wearing this much longer, and blah, blah, blah. And what the, that what happened to him? Like, this dude was, like, cocky, and we got a little bit of that later, but he's just, I feel like his character is just collapsing. Uh, of course, and I think it's kind of the curse of being Daenerys' advisor, because she doesn't listen to anyone. I, no, think I about guess. it. When she when she steals the Unsullied, doesn't listen to anyone, doesn't tell anyone she's going to do this dragon fake out. Um, when she jumps into the pit, the the fire, um, you know, the fire pile, pyre for Khal Drogo. Twice. Twice. Ignores, just ignores everyone, doesn't listen. Uh, doesn't, and it's finally starting to bite her with, you know, what we talked about last week with, you know, what happened to the, the Tarleys. So, 
really not only does do they get ignored, they're just all kind of morons. Poor Sir Barristan. I was about yeah. to say, like, look at the track record with the with the people that are her advisors. One, like, Sir Barristan is perfect, but then like Jorah got stuck with Grey Scale. Tyrion suddenly became an idiot. Like, Grey Worm has had less lines than he did. You know, he's now you know considered like people are racist towards him. Yeah. So I don't. Not a good track record. <laughs> He, uh, he, he basically got stuck in the Westeros version of, like, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the armpit of America slash the armpit of... Uh, I actually like Wisconsin, Ted. Sorry, I meant that uh, back. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. okay. No, no, no. For uh, all U.S. Wisconsin fans, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee. Yeah, let's go Bucks. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's let's pivot a little bit, talk a little bit more about Daenerys and her political, uh, political, her political pursuits here. Uh, pretty interesting moment between her and Sansa. We mentioned a bit about how tense it was, you know, last you know, last episode between them. And some of that tension seemed like it got resolved. Obviously not all the way. Um, this whole uh, North trying to remain sovereign thing is going to be a way bigger pitfall than I kind of thought it would be. Yeah, I think that also comes from the whole just John dealing with his crap too, because you could see in their meeting like at the end of the trial, he like freaking swerved Daenerys. <laughs> But I think that this this meeting with Sansa kind of comes from Jorah talking to her and talking to her about being more civil and being forgiving. And, a better queen. Yes. Yeah. So it's important for her to go and have this conversation, especially because she claims to, I'll say that, claims to love John. So it's important to her to have Sansa come and... Be, join the fold at least a little bit. So I, I think it's going to be interesting what they do with Sansa's character over the next couple episodes. <clears throat> I think as much as we've turned Tyrion into dumb Tyrion, I think all of a sudden Sansa is incredibly brilliant, smart Sansa. Oh, she's and awesome. She's, yeah, and she's always been that way, but it's really starting to show. And I, I think her like you know hold over the North and her devotion to it really stuck out in that 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 part right there. And she was kind of saved by the bell with the. Uh, I forget who came in and interrupted that uh, conversation. Yeah, the the knight from the Vale. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Lord Royce. Yes, Lord, yeah. yes, Lord Royce. I th and I think that she's a lot of that comes from her having this confidence now, and this confidence, like she's all confidence, all this big woman. But then you see, speaking of uh, Lord Royce, mm -hmm. he comes in and Theon is there. And she just breaks down. Oh yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, that uh, another I talked about it last episode about the acting. Sophie Turner did a really good job of like kind of slowly keeping her composure, but then breaking down. One thing that I saw in that episode that was really interesting, or that part of the episode, was that Theon addresses Sansa, not Daenerys, and you can kind of see that in Daenerys' face just after having this conversation about how she's trying to take back the North, but. Daenerys no, I mean, wasn't having that. No, 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 because he, he goes, Daenerys speaks first. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, but he says, Lady Sansa, I want to protect Winterfell, not Daenerys. No, yeah. no, no, well, that's yeah. exactly, that's what well, he says. The queen, the queen gets her, you know, come up and first. Like, she talks first, where's your sister? He bows. Where's that? He bows to her. So, like, I, you're, I think you're putting a little much too stock no, in that. No, no, no. See, yeah. that's, Theon is all the shit that he's done. He is like family, you know, I want to my the stars. Yeah. So, look, look, I, I get God. that. Okay, Jesus, oh, God. Like, I want that too. Want. I'm about it. But uh, I don't think, I think you're putting too little emphasis on like Daenerys got her due. You know? I'll say this also about Sophie Turner interacting. Uh, I personally, and this has nothing to do with her in this past episode. I thought she was great. The best thing she easily did this episode was her Instagram. Oh my god! Talking about how Gendry uh, <laughs> hop hop popped into that pussy. Pussy. Slow zoom in on the face. 
Yeah. And that's the tea. If anyone was wondering, <laughs> we're getting married. So Joe Jonas is actually me. <laughs> Good to know. So let's let's so this Theon Sansa thing. I think. I think that is completely came out of left field. Oh yeah, I think it. Did. I oh absolutely, it's stretched. It did. Like it's such a stretch. To, okay, to be fair, at the end of Thrones, they were talking about how oh it's the human connection. That is not how it looked. It looked a lot more emotional than just a human connection. Like she was just as close with Arya and John and Bran. Like why is Theon? I, mean, I get that he saved her life. Whatever. So did Brienne. Like I don't get she why. She can't fuck Brienne. You can't get Theon. I mean, if we're talking Literally, actually, she probably has a better chance with Brienne. So, oh, like, God. that's my like. I just we 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 need we need a segment called uh, P. Charles is. Uh, yeah, we need we need a little segment of P. Charles is. Um, what am I trying to say here? Uh, fanfic time. Okay, yeah. no. Just who can scissor who? What are you talking about? I don't know. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> See, I just. I just Masandi. want... All I want is... Grey Worm. So, literally... Grey Worm okay, and Theon. Literally, scissor fist. Liter- oh my god, stop. <laughs> literally, all I was... All I want is Sophie Turner, guys. That's all I want. <laughs> all Parker I'm, Charles wants is just Sophie Turner. Turner. I mean, fair. So it's not say, that much to ask. I, I will say, you know, it's interesting. If they are doing a romance arc there, you know, it... it I guess it doesn't make sense, but, like, it is what it is, because who else was Sophie Turner gonna... Or, uh, pardon me, at this point, Sansa, who else was she gonna get with? John. Oh yeah. my god! Yes. I, see, no. I, I think they're just doing it just because they're like, "Well, we're kill, killing Theon next episode, anyways, so why not? Let's uh, just yeah. show it. Let's let's add a little, like Whatever. some sprinkle some steaks <laughs> on there. It, why well, not? If they do that, that is the human connection, this is, and I respect the hell out becoming, of what the writers are doing. This is becoming a romance novel, so let's <laughs> yeah, move on. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, the, one of the sadder scenes in the in the episode was when Davos was pouring soup for people and freaking Shereen Brown yes. Shereen Mark II well yes but first that freaking I saw a list of like all the people that were definitely gonna die and it said like the dude who said he wasn't a fighter to Davos that dude is fucked oh yeah <laughs> like, oh, he, I'm not a fighter like, yeah. Yeah. he's 100% going yeah. to be a white oh yeah but on top of that the sad part of that scene that wasn't sad he's just gonna die uh, was they the little girl with the burn on her face Shereen wanting to fight exactly yeah. little Shereen and they actually had Shireen's music yeah. playing in the oh, background. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I, yeah, it I was. I, I about teared up. I was like, oh, man. Because that Davos is like, oh, yeah. Da- Davos is my dude, and I'm real scared for him. Davos, Davos. I, I, I mean, I, I heard something that uh, that they were going to try to do. Um, Stannis was going to come back as a white because his body is just somewhere in the north around Winterfell. Oh, my God. Jeez. And then Davos is going to have to fight undead Stannis. And, like, I know that's a bit far-fetched, but at the same time, you know, I think yeah, it might I, be able to happen. I don't know. I and mean, like, it, the, geographically, it adds up, and I think that would be a crazy way sure. for to show Davos in this fight. Well, I have a, I have a little bit of a theory on how I think Davos is going to die. I'm going to get to that a little bit later. Sure. But, uh... Yeah, I just it was that was a scene. I do love Davos, and it was good. I guess not many characters outside of John and Sam had interacted with Gilly, but it was cool to see you know Davos as the father figure actually looking around and seeing Gilly and kind of being like, oh, nice, you know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I will say this though, let's we, we there, there's plenty to talk about in terms of who's gonna die, especially because there's a pretty big foreshadowing thing. But I gotta say. I gotta say, it was nice to see the the Wall Boys back oh, together. Yeah. The Wall Boys, the, yeah. the, big, the big three Wall Boys. We thought we were to get this big embrace with Ed, but then freaking Tormund comes out of freaking nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Torm tackled, hit that, yeah. really put on the truck stick. There. I like that the Torm tackle. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> the Torm tackle. tackle, perfect Jesus. form. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you got that great scene with Dolores Ed 
John and um, uh, Sam. John and Sam and and Ghost and Ghost and Ghost. Our boy Ghost. He didn't do anything. He was sitting there. No one acknowledged him. The goodest of good boys. <laughs> probably put it in post production because a fan fan necessity. But uh, they, gosh. They, they probably put just a cardboard cutout of Ghost to hang out there. Yeah. But the good boy was back, and uh, I don't know. It was, it was nice, even though it was a much smaller wall. They're back. They're back doing yep. the best thing. Now their watch begins. Brooding on a wall, and yep. now their watch begins. Well, it was it was somber, but also funny because they were ripping on each other, and it was a really good bro moment. And the oh, fact yeah. that they brought up grin and uh, grin and Pip, you yeah. know, ah, back in the day. Yeah. No, no, that hit that hit. Pip home. fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 Pip sucks. Grin's great. Uh, Ian seems like a really big grin and Pip stand. No, I was, yeah. grin, is, grin is awesome. Grin freaking took down a giant, yeah. the king of but, the giants. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Pip is also cool the mighty. For those who listen. Yeah, Pip, Pip is awesome. Pip went out like a bitch. <laughs> no, dude, Pip he killed did. a man and then got Pip, shot in the back of the mirror. Whatever. Bitch, we would all die. All, all we would I know, all die if we were in that position. He needed Sam Tarly to hype him up. <laughs> That's all pretty I know. bad. Speaking of Sam Tarly. Sam's the slayer. Speak of exactly. both women and White exactly. Walkers. Exactly. And one thing. He yeah. freaking floored Ed yeah, on dude. that wall. <laughs> he was like, well, I wouldn't talk about all of us with women. It was so, like, ooh. What? I certainly wouldn't call you fucked. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, ended him. Ghost is how that man's entire Career. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, but, that was a powerful scene, and I liked it. Yeah. And here's the question: Does Ed die? Because yes. John's yes. not. Di- no, Ed. I, no, I'm sorry. Okay, of course he goes. Speaking of people who are going to die, let's talk about Tormund because this episode was his shining moment. Okay, yes, he was. He stole the whole show. The mind. entire yeah, but show. I, I thought he's. I thought yes. he's stolen. Is the, the big woman still here? I have never laughed at a Game of Thrones moment as hard as I. As I did that one, just he came out of nowhere. I mean, he's that man. He's he's pro woman. Well, I mean, he's you know oh, feminist. Yeah. You know, he's, he's like he's he's smart. Feminist king Tormund. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, dude. He's got it on lock. He looked at Brienne and he hit him with the story. That story we've been waiting eight fucking seasons to hear. Fucking as bad Tormund impression. But I mean, the the giant's bane. We finally yeah. know why. Cradled me at her breast for three months. Giant thought I was her baby. <laughs> that was awesome. That, the titty milk made him strong. Yeah, like, I saw the look on. The best part for me is when I was watching all the characters' reaction to that, and everybody was just stunned. Yeah, Davos was like, <laughs> yeah. Davos had to get a drink because of that. He was like, what? <laughs> I, yeah, Davos, he abandoned his tradition because they had that conversation yes, back at the, uh-huh. yeah. I yeah. thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Pouring, uh, when he was pouring the goat, the fermented goat's milk all over him. Oh, it was yeah. incredible. Oh, I mean, I maybe it. it was from... Fermented giant's milk. Fermented maybe, giants, maybe, yeah. I don't know how he got the giant's milk. Maybe it must have been fermented for well, quite not a only, bit. Not only did Tormund hit that story, but then he just chugged his drink oh, like yeah. a fucking boss. Like, he... <laughs> that was after Jamie and, uh, and Brienne were kind of having some chemistry, too. But, like, he just freaking flopped it out, all out on the table there. My I'm like, he got even in Jamie's face. He's yeah. like, this is my competition. He said, I eat competition for fucking breakfast. I'll say this, though. My favorite thing about Tormund is just how pure and happy he was. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for, for, for Brienne, he just generally liked her. He just, he's just not, he's not a dick. He's not, you know, jealous. He's just, he's just happy to be there, honestly. Yeah, no, he, I mean, I think he cares, which is weird because he's a, like, you'd think he's a wildling. He just cares about. He's never seen a woman of this kind of caliber before. It's just this, this honor and this grace, like, Uh, I guess. Other than that bear, Sheila. (laughs) (laughs) You did not fuck a bear. I don't know. I, I believe it now. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. to be fair, I guess we shouldn't necessarily believe his other story, but I'm not. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a. Yeah. But so, what, what, you, you tell me, right? You tell me, Tormund will die. And I tell you back. 
Tormund will not die. It's as simple as that. Until him and Brienne have beautiful ginger babies. Okay. That's all that I know. <laughs> I'm not trying to rule the world. Yeah, I'm not trying to get back into the romance shit, but they just can't die. You know? It just yeah. it's not gonna happen. Well, for sure. For you're sure. You're gonna be a very sad when both of them die. Well we'll see you here here. You heard it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, Brienne and Tormund make it. If I can say anything, that's it right there. Really that whole scene. Uh, I guess you could call it, as you have, as you've noted, uh, Tyrion's fireside chats. That's what it was. It, it was it was brilliant. <laughs> Great. One of the, some of the best dialogue in the entire show, I would think. I agree. Uh, really, one of the most touching sh- scenes, and it was all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was nice to see all of these characters interact together in a way that we've. We've seen them interact amongst each other, but not as a full group. It's our most loved characters yeah, all in one place them. at the same time. We care about Plus, them. we got drunk, semi-happy Tyrion <laughs> uh, back for the first time since... A while. I mean, he's not vomiting all over the place, which is good. When he poured that drink for, for Pod, Pod yeah. it was the same face he made at his wedding. <laughs> when he poured his drink like to the brim, he was like... Like his lips, like, and then Pod's reaction. Yeah, he was just like, "Oh boy, here we half go." Half a cup, half a cup. Tyrion's like, "Wink." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was it was brilliant. Um, because I don't think we've seen drunk happy Tyrion since season two. It's been a while yeah. since we've yeah, just seen a happy yeah. happy things, Tyrion. Honestly, things got bad. I, I, he was not happy at his wedding. He wasn't, yeah. No, he was. That was not happy. He actively threatened the king. He was going to cut uh, Joffrey's dick off, which yeah. I, it made us happy. But yeah, yeah, no. It. I mean, we obviously, we're, whoever whoever in this scene is just gunning for second place after Tormund. Um, but in general, I mean, it was. It was just, it was incredible. I, 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 you gotta give it up to the writers. It was one final great send-off. I think, I think one of the, the, like, most powerful segments of both this episode and that part was the Jamie Brienne sequence in there. And I know we've already kind of talked about them, but I think it's worth mentioning the Sir uh, yes. Brienne of Tarth. Yes. yes. I thought that was fucking it, awesome. It was, I mean, it was, it's clearly, like, the central, most important thing that happened in the episode, as it's, you know, literally titled after... Night of the Seven Kingdoms, um, which it was just such a nice little moment before Brienne clearly is going to die next episode. No, yes. no, her, no, her, no, yes. her, dude. She. This is the first time in the entire show over. I ever seen her smile. Yeah, no, I mean, me too. Yeah. I agree that she's about to smile from freaking nave to what to throat or whatever like with her getting cut open by the freaking no night sir no oh, sir it's it's gonna be my, she's on the front lines my <laughs> sir is gonna make it whatever I, i'm just i'm just saying that, first? this is the everyone first. can't live Ian. she has a purpose everyone no, can't i have lots live. of people dying trust no you don't yes. name one jamie okay name two jamie's dead as jamie fuck. And who? name two what? Actually, on my official bracket, I do have Brienne dying. Okay, but, great. Okay, then when's she going to die? She's not going to die right now. This is the most opportune moment. In when Jamie's she, arms. She, no, has her highest, no. she has her highest moment here. Now, the Golden Company, man. Elephants. They're not elephants. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Oh, the Golden Company is about to be the most disappointing part of this entire yeah, dude, series. I don't know. I forget that guy's name, but that dude's about to get his shit rocked. Yeah, he, I don't know. Whether here, it's by the Night King or whether it's by the North, that dude's going to die. Here's <laughs> Ian's in, like, this is this is Ian's end game. what he wants to happen for uh, the season. I can already tell you. I, yeah. He wants everyone to win in the Battle of Winterfell. Nah, I want death. I want gory death. You want you everyone to live except, and you want Brienne. I want, want Daenerys Tormund. to die. I want Theon to die. So you, I want... I want a lot of people to die. So Daenerys isn't going to so die. Daenerys is going to be coming. Yeah. Oh my god. Not in this episode. Let yes, me rephrase will, it, bro. You want everyone to die except for Tormund and Brienne, and then to repopulate the Earth with their giant monstrous babies. Look, I would be okay with and John, John, Ghost, and 
uh, I would like Nightwatch Squad to survive, and that includes Torment. And then I, I like, uh, and then pretty much everybody else, I'm good with them dying. Uh, and I would, I would, I would prefer. What is the show that you've made? What? What is the show that you've Look, made? Look, Nightwatch. Just go back to the wall. Let's just, you know what? Screw Westeros. Yeah, I'm We're hanging at the wall. It's, yeah, yeah. Not like the Green long night. Not, not the freaking, not ice and fire. Boys at the wall. Boys at the wall. Is. Boys at the wall. Ian just wants all the gritty boys to that's survive. Fucking oh my, my, that's fucking my. That's my. That's my play. And Whatever. I'm telling you, when they all survive, fucking make it out. Whatever. Ugh. Kind of, to, kind of to close out. Or are you? What are you saying? Sorry. Oh uh, no, I was just gonna make a bad joke. Okay. So no, it, you're not. It's, it's all your jokes are bad jokes. So that's fine. <laughs> that burns a little bit. That's all right. So kind of to close out. Yeah, I'm gonna the, say it as it's cold because we're yeah, like it at uh, the wall. All right. With lots of snow. Anyways, closing out <laughs> these little fireside chats. We had a little bit from uh, Grey Worm and Masande talking about hopping around in North. That basically killed Grey Worm, so neat. Or Masandi. No, Grey That's Worm's an interesting dying. point. No, Grey Worm's No, no, no. Dying. What if what if Masandi dies and Grey Worm is so heartbroken that he just no? Yeah, dude. Grey Worm's. You have to have people die in this battle. Yeah, get Masandi to die, big dog. She's inside. What? So, She's okay. It, well, no, okay. You know, yeah, I, see, yeah, we'll, I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways, uh, and then also Barrack and the Hound. I now the Hound had. I'm starting to die. Yes, Barrack should have died. A long, long time, time ago. ago. But the hound surviving, and I have one reason why. Clegane Bowl. Yeah, Clegane Bowl. Right. Well, at least we agree on that. Okay, but I could see them just snatching that from us and just no, not having that. They're not snatching. Yeah. That, that shit's gonna happen. They're gonna send out a champion each, and they're gonna send out the hound, and Whatever. they're gonna send out the fucking they're mountain. They're gonna send out the hound as our champion. Yeah, the hound's like, I got to do this. You know, he's a okay. fucking cunt. We, <laughs> okay, we just lose everyone. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Great Worm's done, I think. Or Masande. Yeah, and then another, another thing is the. Mormont's kind of dealio. That was an where, interesting moment. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of had been waiting for it because I feel like this is the first time that Jorah's been in Westeros since he was he ran Big away. Child. Like, yeah. Literally, like, I, I don't know. I was kind of surprised on how okay she was with talking to him. But on top, I, I don't, I don't know if you guys have any more thoughts on that. Basically, I, I think she's. I think she might die. I disagree. I think she's fucking twelve year old. <laughs> I, I well. So is Arya. Well, if you if you look yeah, at the okay huge well, difference and you know yeah. It. I mean, well, if you look at eighteen ass. If whatever. you look at the battle plans, like all the Mormons are inside, so maybe she's okay. I don't know. Wait, yeah. didn't she say she was on the front lines? No, she's she's ba- in the battle. Well, well yeah, she's no, she, no, she's in. No, she's inside like the battle. Like, oh yeah, inside yeah, yeah. the wall. If you fighting. don't think for one second okay. that the dead are breaching yeah, the walls, what? though. Oh yeah, they're definitely breaching the walls. Yeah. I'm just saying it's better. It, she has better odds than Bran, who's literally on the front lines. Yeah, again, she's a, kind of a minor character, and I think she the dies. bigger thing from that for me was when Sam gave his family sword to Jorah. Now, this was what I was talking about with the Valyrian steel thing. I think that Jorah is safe now because he got that sword and now has something to fight for no, and no, like, no, no, no. he's had a lot this, that whole episode was like redemption for him well okay and that's uh, he's, your he whole is, point he is, is that you the eternal sufferer he's no, the eternal listen, listen, sufferer Parker, Parker, he suffers die listen so the whole thing right is everybody has to have their like end right this is yours and this is his redemption and you know why this is going to happen because who needs that sword back Samuel Tarly so the same way that Brienne's story is ended huh no, not at all. I'm just I'm going by you guys' theory is all I'm having to say. Dude, and if trying... your own logic goes the way that you think it is, then Jorah's done. See, I think Jorah's done too. You're trying to end Daenerys' story this episode. Yeah, Daenerys so I don't really have That's I don't not have happening. any respect for your opinion okay, about okay. Jorah Listen, dying. If, if the Night King makes it look, Daenerys isn't going to die till the Night King dies. That's that's my prediction. So whether that happens this episode or at the end of the season, 
there's dragon it's... jousting. Dragon jousting. No, I have Ooh, this. I actually think that'd be <laughs> kind of cool. Jousting. Dragon jousting. What is this? A freaking tournament of the kings? Like... I have no idea. Bobby B comes back from the grave. <laughs> Stop Bring... the battle before I piss I'm myself. In... <laughs> Bring me the breastplate stretcher. <laughs> God, oh, that would man. be awesome. Gods, I was strong. <laughs> and Game of Thrones would go down as the worst ending in history. <laughs> it definitely wouldn't be the best. <laughs> Zom- I would say I would say zombie Bobby B's in play, but they kind of blew up the crypt. So. Yeah, no, I, that's that one. Unless done. there's Ash White Walkers, I'm pretty sure we're all right. All right, so got 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 all the Mormont talk over with. Yeah. Uh, so let's 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 pivot to what we kind of think. You know, let's let's wrap up our kind of final thoughts on the epi- on this episode before we come up with our theories. Well, first we have to talk about the bomb that was dropped at the end. Was, oh well, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> how did I forget? Biggest that? part of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the big, the, yeah, that's <laughs> like true. we predicted. That was a mess. Like, well, at least I predicted. I thought it was going to happen this episode. I, I said it was happening this episode. I think I, uh, I don't. Rem- I didn't remember what you guys had said. Uh, but the bomb has been dropped. Daenerys knows. Like, yeah, she knows at me. least like. She knows John too. Like she knows that dude isn't a liar. I think. Uh, I think any talk that we see next episode, because we, we were debating whether talk is going to happen at the beginning of this at this uh, podcast. But uh, I think any talk is going to be over that. I think Daenerys is pissed. Oh sure. And she she's like, you're luck. You're lucky that the Night King's here, or else like. Dun, dun, That's dun, my big know? thing is I feel like this entire episode she's just kind of been disrespected and like she well, been swerving her exactly well yeah. she just it seems like every single person is not treating her the way that she wants to be treated. Other than so. Theo. I I still think that that was not necessarily a direct respect to her, but anyways, and I'll say this too: like John may be a Targaryen, but he definitely has plenty of Stark in him because dropping that literally right before the battle oh, sure. is one of the most moronic <laughs> things you could possibly oh, yeah. do. He's got <laughs> plenty of that old Ned lack of wisdom. <laughs> just risk or potentially dying. For what do goes? All right, back it up. <laughs> She just fucking dips out freaking on him. Commands Jorah to kill John in the battle. Yeah, freaking battle the Blackwater shit. Yeah. Oh man. But. So, one one more thing before we we pivot on. How about Pod? Yeah. Pod's got them pipes, man. Yeah, Pod's dude, got literally them pipes. every pipe. <laughs> Every part that could ever be had, Pod has. I like this alliteration we're getting today. We got the Tormund Tackle, the Torm Tackle, we got the Podrick Pipes. Podrick, Podrick this is great. Pod- Daenerys Dragon's going to throw that one in there. Old Potty oh, Pipes okay. out here. Yeah, he's going to give me the pipe, and you don't know which one. I think I, think we, I think we finally figured out what what he did to those hookers. See, back in the, there's back no in way the, he just sung to them. Bro, did you hear Bron that sing. voice? Bronn can Not sing. like Pod. What are you talking about? Not in the like jail Pod. cell in Dorne, he's freaking an angel. Oh, no, but... Uh, you're really putting Bronn's voice on the same level as your own hero and savior, Podrick? Yes, because they are they are kin. They are kin. Oh my god. That, no, no, no. Yes! I, I will say this about Pod's song, though. I, I, I read up on it. Uh, the song's called uh, Ginny of Old Stones. It actually has a lot that supports my theory that John's going to go to the wall. Really? Because Ginny of Old Stones is about... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's about... I, I think his name's uh, uh, Duncan Targaryen. He's, he was a Targaryen who was supposed to marry a Baratheon, was going to be the next king, and then basically pulled out of that to marry a commoner named Jenny of Oldstones. Huh. And uh, gave up his claim that led to oh, Aegon the Unlikely. So yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, John John might be might have to, you know, give up his claim to either support the the woman he loves or, yeah. you know, do something like That's that. That's interesting. I, Cause I had heard that there was a lot of like foreshadowing or something within that song. 
the way you've described it to me, though, makes me feel like there isn't. Well, that's <laughs> so. Well, he would still be the king if they. No, I, sure. I, I, I don't, mean, I don't I mean, know. No, Bobby, you got because almost every like song that has been sung in the show has had some sort of either reference to like their location or like you know it's had some meeting. You know, what like you know, reigns of Castamere, everybody dies. You know, you had the bear in the main fair, and there was a bear and a maiden <laughs> it, who it was, was maybe very, fair. It was very plain there. There was yeah, just a bear. <laughs> but I, I really, you know, all jokes aside, there has been meaning in every song that we've seen. So, you know, that that's an interesting thought. I, I can't confirm or deny yeah. it, obviously, but I, I like the idea. I, I'm it, interested to see how they connect it. Yeah. It, it also serves on a bit of a meta level, because it's about not wanting to give up something you care about, not wanting to give up something you love, which... I mean, for us Game of Thrones fans, it's almost over. We're about to lose a lot of characters. And you, you hear that, you know, never wanted to leave, never wanted to leave. I don't think any of us want to leave Westeros yet. Well, no. just give me that prequel and make it good. That's all I got to say for give, that. Give me prequels to the end of time and eventually give me a Robert's Revel- Rebellion. Damn I need right. to see my bo- boy Bobby B in full effect. I need to see Prime Bobby B all the way mm-hmm. out here banging Bessie. Even like a the one with the tits. <laughs> Even like a mini series would have been nice for that. Yeah, like, ju- yeah. just like a limited series. Yeah. This, this is, this is getting it. off track. I mean, yeah, like, no, do you guys right, any right. any final thoughts on that part or? No, I think that one of the biggest things we should probably pivot to now is we've been talking about it a little bit throughout, but well, who well, do we well, think? finish finish that thought though. Like, I mean, like. What do you think this is gonna mean? Like, is that oh, Bobby had his say? Or, I have no idea. No, not the song, but like just John and Daenerys in general. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I just, I honestly, that's the one thing I have left because I know you're trying to kill Daenerys and just completely ruin the story. But no, like, that's not ruined. <laughs> well, it has to have some sort of conclusion. Well, I think, dude. I mean, I, I truly believe John's the prince who was promised, and he has to okay, kill the woman great, that he loves, and that's going to be Daenerys. But they have to talk about it first. Well, okay, so okay, great. So I mean, like, like I said, it doesn't have to be this third episode, but okay. it, on the episode that the Night King is going to die. You're sounding a little wishy-washy, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Hedging, how, little hedge here. The epi- that's that's my final hedge, if you will. The episode that the Night King dies will be the same one that Daenerys yeah, dies. Yeah. I just. I, I just think it would be very wasteful to set up this much political, you know, stress over John and Daenerys, and then just do, do throw it out the window for no to reason. say that the Night King has to die as well? He's been—we've been waiting eight seasons for him to get here. Why would he die in the third episode that he's even in? You know, south of the border. Well, well and that—that that leads to some interesting theories that we're going to talk about here. Yeah. So, do we um, want to kind of pivot to uh, next? You know, like next episode theories. Yeah. You know, do we want to start talking takes? about who we think is going to die? Yeah, let's yeah, 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 yeah. So the plan. Fun. Uh, obviously hide everyone in the crypts and use Bran as a bait. <laughs> I don't really know if either of our, those are good plans. I don't know, dude. I saw. Have you seen that video where it's like, I don't know, it's some sort of like <laughs> Dave and Buster's style thing where they have this person no, hanging on a zip line and just whipping around. their body around? If they don't do that with Bran, I'll be disappointed, first <laughs> off, with a dragon in the dragon's teeth. Just, like, just rope him to him, you know? <laughs> It would be great. I want it. I need it. I need Bran as a ragdoll. I will say, this is the first time that I actually feel an opportunity, like, for a Stark to die again. And I think that, honestly, Arya and Bran might die this episode. Who becomes a Three-Eyed Raven? I don't know. You think we just I think they might. One? I think he might kill the Three-Eyed Raven. So you might delete the history of Westeros? Well, th- that's... Basically that, what Sam said. That mm-hmm. goes into... And that's why I think that it might happen, is because Sam is has all of this in his theory about him where he's the one who's written down this history he realizes oh my god our history is gone unless someone has it so he then 
will focus on studying and using the books of Westeros to then become the history of Westeros. Tyrion had a conversation with him. He will be the new Three-Eyed Raven. Oh, yeah? He learned everything in that uh, oh, yeah. off-screen conversation. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Tyrion anyway. You. Shout out Tyrion. Tyrion is the only one there who's like, hey, like, you need help with that yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, what's up, bud? <laughs> and everybody else is like, all right, see ya, bro. They, they just get weirded out with him. Leave yeah. him alone. Tyrion's, Tyrion's like, all right, let's talk. What the fuck's going yeah, on? He's out in the courtyard by himself building a ramp so Bran can actually get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, like, my bed's upstairs. Tyrion's <laughs> the only one to help him out. He made that weird little saddle thing in mm-hmm. season one. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. he's... He's probably trying to make Winterfell ADA compliant. I believe it. I believe it. Exactly, yeah. Okay. No, I so, mean, yeah, go ahead. Talk about the Crips, though. I mean, <laughs> as oh, back, back, would you say it's safe? <laughs> they six they or were seven talking times? about that so much. And there is dead ass freaking Rickon who's going to Rickon wreck shop. Okay, okay. Time to review the facts. Let's go back here. What is the Night King's powers, Bobby? Literally just raising the dead, so you're going to stick them with dead people? Parker. Where does the dead reside at Winterfell? I'm gonna guess the crypts. You know, I'm no expert. You know, I, I don't even understand, uh, you know, the word crypt. You know, I'm a little confused sometimes. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I was aware they were a gang. <laughs> but uh, but uh, if one thing leads to another, and I'm not led astray, and the Night King can raise the dead and the dead are in the crypts, but also the alive are in the crypts, what's gonna happen? Riddle me that. So this is, I talked about this a little bit earlier. This is where I have Davos dying. Really? I think because... Davos isn't in the crypts. He's, I know. He's on the wall signaling yeah, to, yeah. like, some signal. I don't know exactly what he's doing. I'm, I didn't really pay attention to that part <laughs> that well. But he's signaling something, and he's on the wall. So I think he hears some commotion in the crypts, and then runs back down there, and then freaking dead Shireen girl kills him. <laughs> Little Grim- we get a, As yes. long as we get another Grimwood. Grimwood <laughs> Shireen girl <laughs> kills him because he can't kill her. Wow, and I think I think Davos dies in there. I think Gilly dies in there. Gilly. I think, I think little Sam. No, little Sam lives. How does little Sam? Little live? Sam has. To, he's a baby. He has to live. I, he, bro, they is, they might try and freaking swoop him as a try to make him a White Walker. And Sam comes in. Like you know what? Fine, we're killing Jorah. That's, Sam comes in with his sword and kills wait, the White Walker. Well, I think Sam Gilly. will be down there too. I would think, right? Oh yeah, you're right. He's not fighting. Wait, wait, wait. yeah, Sam's just, gonna take. Yeah, he's you gonna just, like you just brought up something that I, I was uh, I thought about. And I saw uh, this is a big family reunion for Gilly. Because guess who all the White Walkers are? Oh no! Oh, that's no. Fucking, oh, fucking brothers. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, no. It's literally, this is the biggest family reunion Gilly's ever had. I wasn't thinking of Fuck Craster. Yeah, the dude, family reunion. Every fucking general out there is, you know, last name is Craster. Oh, oh that's not Craster good. Craster Night King, you know. So. Oh god, this, I didn't this, think about that. This is, this is a reunion, man. This should be happy. Gilly would be like my brothers. <laughs> oh god. Great. Well, I think we covered a lot of the people inside. Uh, inside. What the about walls? Tyrion on the side note? Last thought. I on, think Tyrion's alive. You think so? He, he, he's the only one who's like. I think we'll do- live. So I think so, he's going to live. I mean, It'd like, be weird to kill Tyrion yeah. here. All right, all right. I, think, like, I don't know. We're, you're running out of characters that actually have plot points, <laughs> Ian. Like, you have to have somebody to drive the story forward. So... I mean, like, I think I think a lot of important characters are going to die. No, I don't disagree with that. But I think that you need to have a direction for the story to still go. And I think Tyrion has directed the story throughout. The only thing I agree with Tyrion not dying, it doesn't. It's, if the crypt things is true, it doesn't make sense. Unless he does something like really crazy and a smart Tyrion again and not dumb Tyrion, because if he's dumb Tyrion, he's dying. But if he does something intelligent, I just, I agree with you. Like, I think for the Cersei arc to be completed, Tyrion has to be yes, there. Yes, I so. agree. And they're not just going to ditch Cersei. Like, one of their most, care- not cared about, but their most valuable characters sure. in the entire show. They're not just going to ditch her. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I do think, 
we'll see on the Crips. Because, like, you know, it could be, you know, a whole move where they don't where like they don't decide to do that. And I even read a theory that, like, the Starks of Winterfell, uh, when the dead come to rise, they fight for the living, you know? Well, that'd be pretty Which Because yeah. there's Which, magic down there. Exactly. You know, it's it's Alasta stronghold and everything. So, who knows? They could, the, they did put a lot of emphasis on the Crips. So, you know, odds are something will happen. But who's to say that it's the, the dead fight for the bad guys, the dead fight for the good guys. So... <laughs> we're out here recording on the balcony. I guess something turned into a party. Yeah, I guess I guess we're Jeez. having a party. Uh, hey, so man, they're just they're just pumped about my theories. We're, we're, we're just we are just going to rage <laughs> rage this these these predictions out. Uh, thanks for bearing with us. So here's a, here's one of my more, most more interesting theories that I've seen. Uh huh. So we talk about seeing uh, the Night King in episode three. We talk about you know oh you know Daenerys is gonna die when the Night King dies. Sure. My predict. Here's my. I don't want to jump straight to hot takes. Here's my hot take. The Night King doesn't go to Winterfell. He Ooh. sends a whole subset to King's Landing he freaking first. Freaking Rob Stark's their asses. He, he's going to Rob Stark their ass for the third time. We get we get Whispering Wood Part Three. Wait wait wait. Fuck. Is Rob Stark? Was he buried in Winterfell? No. He just they just kind of cut his head off. How and, cool would it to see zombie? Zombie Rob with, with a wolf's with head. A wolf head. Zombie Rob with zombie gray wind head. Oh, Dude, man. that would be metal. So what? We, well, I talked <laughs> about this with my brother. I talked about this with my brother, where he actually is holding his head as well and riding the headless body. But he's still got gray wind. But he's head. got the gray wind's head. Okay. Oh wow! I just want to point out that like my favorite thing about the White Walkers has definitely been the Grimwinds. But if they do like a Rob Stark like wolf as a head, that that just takes the cake. Oh sure. That has to be the coolest uh, fucking thing I've ever have seen. Have John have to would. fight him? Oh my god. God, that would be. Ugh. I would actually cry. That would be crazy. Like, I, just, I haven't even teared up since the Red Wedding. Yeah. No, that's a lie. I definitely teared up, but it was an anger from John getting stabbed. Yeah, yeah but that's fair. I, I would I, ball. I, yeah, I, I just think my thing is that I, I just see this, watch this episode just like kind of ends like, where's the Night King? And then the sh the last shot of this episode is the dragon heading straight for King's Landing. Oh god damn it! I didn't even think about it. King's Landing. They still got Euron. Euron, pardon me. I forgot that, like, I want Theon to die, and I think he might, but I don't think he's going to die until Euron dies, which really pisses me off, because I really thought he was going next episode. He's got to... He, dude, he has to protect the Starks. That's... This, this is his redemption arc. Uh, he's, he's gone. If, like, if, I, I talked about last episode how freaking pointless the stupid Greyjoys were, and you were like, no, nah, dude, he's got to redeem himself. No, no, that's what... I'm and coming here back he is. To my Here's his I'm redemption. Coming, I'm coming back to my original... Idea. Then I, I take back. He's not gonna die because he's got to go fucking beat up on Euron. I agree. That's yeah, annoying. I, he will. He will die. Don't get I me hope, wrong. I hope he does. But God, I think Cersei kills Euron. Uh, or, I, I can see it, and I kind of like it. I think I think Cersei gets him before kills her in the bed. Before kills he gets him in the bedroom. <laughs> Something like that. Some sneaky. <laughs> I think Euron dies out in a very unceremonious way that surprises us. I, yeah. I mean. Yeah, he should on, die in a funny way. Yeah, you're on. <laughs> he needs to. He needs to go in a funny way. St stomped on by an elephant, the one elephant that they bring in the Golden Company. Well, we brought one. Yeah, your one's like, oh fuck. <laughs> he accidentally like pees into one of those little, uh, like a little bucket of wildfire, goes straight up the stream. <laughs> that would be awesome. Here we go. Wonder if somebody's tested that. Cersei just replaces the chamber pot with wildfire. <laughs> I'm just saying. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I wonder That'd be if pretty good. I wonder if they'll bring Yara back into the fold. I'm not sure. That okay. So that kind of goes to what do we actually think is going to happen in this episode. Like, do do we think there's? I feel like there's kind of three options. Like Yara's the White not Walkers. Coming. No, I know, okay, but the yeah. White Walkers either wreck the White Walker and but some people survive. Sure, sure. And where do they go? But to the Iron Islands, probably. Probably. Or, or I mean, 
I guess King's Landing. Wouldn't it be a twist if the White Walkers do win this battle and the like people, all the remaining survivors have to retreat? I think that I think that could happen. I, I think I that's very likely. You know, I've never I've always thought about it as like almost like complete domination from one side or the other. I never thought about the possibility to domination right. by the living. Well, no. Okay. Like if you kill the Night King, though, all the other people. But like I understand. I just what I think that's a you know that's my prediction. That is my yeah. not even that hot take. I think the White Walkers are going to win, and I think all the retreat. remaining livers are going to have to retreat. I, I honestly agree with you. I think that it'd be really really cool if they had four more episodes. If they had it where they killed the Night King and they did not fall down. Like it was the, the Night King wasn't the big bad of the show. It was actually this other White Walker entity. That's what I thought. But, That's what I thought in the opening. I thought there'd be a giant ice spider. Yeah. Just go full it well, with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be bad. No, I, 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 I think my my prediction. I think, I think something happens where. The the White Walker threat's not eliminated. I think we can all pretty much say that. I hope so. If it is, that'll be pretty disappointing. I, I think, I think it's probably a blend where I don't I don't know. What's gonna happen? But either there are more White Walkers out there, or the what Night King like retreats or something. I I don't know. I just I don't know what would cause a retreat, but I feel like something's gonna happen where Winterfell's not completely fucked, but it's going to be pretty fucked. Yeah. I think they still. I think I think the Army of the Living still have an army. I think they're having a, our, the Army of the Dead still have some semblance of like a pretty solid one, and I think something happens that causes them to leave the battle early. That's the question. This is this is crazy. These are theories that I haven't even thought about. Yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah, or or it's just a diversion in Whispering Wood, which I think yeah. could happen. That's that would be bananas too. if if fucking we see like like half of, like we get the forty minutes of Winterfell right, and then like it ends with that Night King like popping up in fucking King's Landing on that dragon. You know. Yeah, I think the most disappointing episode that we could get is them just going full tilt at each other. Yeah, like I don't think I think that there has to be some sort of game of thrones to it like yeah i mean you're right that, it, it, some some strategy you it know? can't be one wins and the other loses it, there has to be some you're, sort you're of totally like, right weird caveat here that continues the white walker threat but also doesn't decimate everyone else yeah like where we still have like there's a side you can root for still where it's not like gendry and pod like by themselves <laughs> running back to oh, king's landing yeah. like please come help us please <laughs> gendry you're probably fast you go <laughs> He's uh, the fastest. He uh, apparently. I thought of a hammer. very, very dirty sexual joke. Oh, <laughs> oh God. We, so we do, we he's did. the fastest, right? Moving on. Oh, oh yeah. I oh. <laughs> All right. So I, I gave my hot take. I think, I think uh, the white, the uh, Night King, definitely going to uh, take a diversion. What are y'all's uh, hottest of the hot takes? Obviously, Ian's hottest one is Daenerys. Probably good. I well, okay. Again, whether it's this episode or later. It's, it's the same episode that the Night King dies. My, that's my hot take of this whole season. What about this episode? This episode... Oh, God. Parker, go up. I gotta think about my hot take. I'm gonna do something that's gonna be very disliked. Okay. And I don't necessarily fully believe in it, but I think that it'd be really, really funny if they did it. And I want it to happen because this stupid Arya sex scene happened. I think the hound dies. No, cl no cool game ball for anyone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there yeah. you go. No Maybe satisfaction. <laughs> or what if it's cool game ball, but they're both like undead? <laughs> what if you're, we're Team Night King after <laughs> this episode? What if it happens? I don't. I, I might switch to Team Night King. What just be like, to? you know well, what? 
I want I want White Walker the Hound versus Undead. Undead. Mountain. Yeah. If we get to that point, we're probably going to be Team Night King because all of our favorite characters will be dead. dead. Exactly. At this, because I I think I prefer the Night King to Cersei. Honestly. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Fuck Cersei. We might as well just end it all. You think the Night King will talk? No. No. I don't know. If he does, it's like freaking like, so a, hey, like a freaking whiny little voice. Or it's like, hey, what's, what's going on over here? Kramer yeah. <laughs> walks in. Like, Hi, fellas. Yeah. Just bur burst in the door all weird. Burst in the god's wood. Yeah, just, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> With the dragon. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, I think I found my hot take. Okay, what's up? This burns me to my core. What's up? Ghost dies. What's up? That's not a hot take. Ghost isn't going to show up again. Dude, okay. They put Ghost in that episode. They, Ghost is gonna die really, off screen. They no, no. <laughs> off screen death. <laughs> they would we put Ghost in well, that episode. They reminded us no Ghost was Ghost. there, <laughs> just so they could kill him off. Yeah, we we gonna see Nymeria too. Remember that? Oh yeah, the pack yeah, of yeah. Nymeria dies too. Yeah. That's my prediction. The direwolves are done. I could see the pack of wolves coming. I could really see that happening. You know, they, they, Arya's about to get doned by the Night King or one of Craster's, one of the Craster's out there, and then uh, bang bang, Nymeria shows up. Ooh. I have another little hot, hot one here. Every Stark that is a Stark, or no, no longer a Stark, dies. What? So like, I well, other John's than John, other John? Than John. <laughs> I was saying, I was saying Bran and Arya, but. Uh, is that not hot? Is that a hot enough for you? Or it's hot, not, I guess. Like I just don't like it. It's a bad take. Why? I, I've already said that I think Arya could die, and I, this is like a perfect opportunity for Bran to die. I, yeah. You know what? I, I will, I will see Arya. Like, what else does Arya have to do with this? Exactly. Point? So, like, I'll grant you Arya. She has her, her arc is over. Yeah. Like, she has nothing else to contribute. She banged. Yeah. She, banged, she did. She banged. <laughs> oh god. On that note, yeah. <laughs> I think that's all we have to talk about today, boys. Yeah, this is, I'm okay. looking forward to this episode. Looking forward to Endgame. Oh, it's oh, yeah. going to be. Oh wait, a wait. Wild we gotta weekend. we gotta rank rank your MVP of the episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, of course, MVPs. Um, I'll start out, guys. I'm gonna be honest. It was Tormund. He was a show stealer. He's just he's the best king that ever would be. He's not gonna die. And uh, honestly, like on a serious note, it was really touching what he did for Brienne. And uh, not only that, he his comedic value was incredible. I really think he's got it. He stole the show from everybody. MVP. So Tormund. for me, and this is the saddest thing I've ever said. It's Podrick. Oh, and yeah. you know why it's Podrick? It's because he went from stage one on his character arc to stage 100 <laughs> in one episode. He's fully developed, full character arc. He has to die now. But he's my MVP because of that rapid growth. I okay. mean, he, he, is a sword, he is a swordsman on multiple accounts now. <laughs> yeah. An all-time coxman. Oh. All-time swordsman. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go... It is such a, like, just a normie take. But I gotta go Bran Tarth. I mean, getting knighted, that's pretty cool. Like... It's very rare that you can have a Game of Thrones character actually kind of get what they want at the end. Pity, be happy. Pity ceremony. It's yeah. not a pity ceremony. I think I think she would actually People be People were clapping, Parker. People, yeah, yeah. Well, Tormund was, was clapping. Yeah. Was trying to freaking get that strange, yeah. dog. <laughs> Tyrion clapped, gave her a toast. Yeah, so, man. I'm was drunk. That was I'm, a touching moment. <laughs> I'm going to go. So the winner is Brienne of Tarth, Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Well, the right winner on. is... Okay. Right, well, the, the winner, the, the winner the, of Bobby's, the, my winner, <laughs> my winner. It's my podcast. <laughs> I'm right, gonna, all right. I'm going, I'm going to like just randomly like splice in. Yeah, so my MVP was random <laughs> villager. <laughs> Everyone bow down. Everyone bow down. <laughs> I, right. I really liked the spoon Davos was using. <laughs> all right, Serene Mark too. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. 
Well, thank y'all so much for listening. As always, uh, we will be here, win or lose, uh, next week. We're uh, it's gonna be interesting to talk about because Game of Thrones will never be the same after this. Uh, after this, so whatever it takes, dude. Whatever it takes. Uh, what what a week! What a weekend for culture. I'm so excited for Endgame. We're going to get you an Endgame review. Uh, coming fre- hot and fresh out that kitchen. Uh, oh, the kitchen. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, it'll be so good. The <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just trying yeah. to. I don't know. Why I'm trying to chew time. We've been on here for quite a, a while. It's a bad R. Kelly joke. Um, <laughs> thanks you. Thanks. Thank Every you. joke's a bad R. Kelly joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is always. I'm bad. sorry. Ooh, yikes. Um, thank you so much for listening and putting up with our random ambiance and uh, the partying neighbors next door. Um, yeah, for me, Ian Parker Charles. Uh-huh. Uh, gotta say, yo, know, hit up, hit us up with that five star review, likes, reviews, goat's milk, Ooh. whatever you want, giant's milk, giant's okay. milk, give me that giant's milk, uh-huh. give us that giant's milk, or Venmo or whatever, oh, I don't dude. know. Oh, my Venmo is. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we are, we will rattle our tin can to get a little more cash. Thank you so much for listening. And what is dead may never die. What is dead may never die. I'm not doing it this time. Balor Morghulis. <laughs> Which is pro- probably probably good not to do it this time. Yeah. <laughs>